Welcome to the first episode of the 10-Minute Gaming Podcast, the podcast where you will get the best short and sweet conversations about video games. I'm your host, Will Dowell, and joining me today is Hilke Langhout, former curator of Good Games Writing and writer for 100 Word Game Reviews. How are you doing? It's very warm today, but otherwise fine. That's good. Yeah, it is also warm where I'm at. It's going to be 80 degrees in a few hours, and where I'm recording, there's no air conditioning, so let's see how this goes. I live in a country where air conditioning is very abnormal. Ah. Alrighty, and today, we'll be talking about Monster Hunter World. Before we jump right into it, can you give us just a little bit of background about the game for someone who may not be used to the series? Absolutely. Uh, Monster Hunter World is essentially... A game where you fight, as the game implies, very large monsters. Um, You fight the monsters, you gather materials from the monsters to make equipment to fight bigger and badder monsters. Uh, This creates sort of a, I don't want to call it a grind, but that's basically what it is. A loop, a grinding loop of bigger monsters, better gear, bigger monsters, better gear. There is an ongoing narrative, especially in the new one, Monster Hunter World, that contextualizes everything and makes it make some sort of sense. I have some problems with that narrative, but we'll get to that later. But it is undeniably engaging. It is the the loop that it creates, the gameplay loop that it creates, is just exactly the kind of challenging but not overly difficult loop that I just love playing. Nice. And is Monster Hunter World the first Monster Hunter you've played, or did you get in earlier in the franchise? I got in quite early in the franchise. Uh, the first Monster Hunter game I played was Monster Hunter Try on the Nintendo 3DS. And that didn't really grab me, to be honest. Like, I bought it, and then I played it for a bit, and I put it down, because it didn't really do a, lo- a very good job of explaining what was going on. Also, you had to do the underwater combat fairly early on in the game. And I think everyone in the Monster Hunter fan base agrees the underwater combat was a mistake because it hasn't come back yet. Alrighty. And then did you really get into it with World or were there a few other entries before that that just slowly started building up your enjoyment of the series? I think the one that really grabbed me was Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate on, again, 3DS. That one I played for a long time because uh, the graphical style is very appealing. Once you get used to the the kind of awkward hand configuration you have to use to actually play the game, it is actually quite playable. I didn't play Generations very much, but 4 was definitely the one that got me into the series. Since you're talking about World, why would you want to, or why would people want to play World over the other entries? Uh, first of all, it's on consoles that aren't the 3DS. And I, I love the 3DS, but its online features were slightly lacking. And the control scheme is also slightly lacking when you compare it to playing it on, say, a mouse and keyboard or a regular controller. Second of all, it's probably the most approachable game in the series that has ever existed because it does a very good job of tutorializing most things. Um, the weapons are all a lot more balanced, I feel. And it's a lot less grindy than it used to be. Like, there are some monster parts that still have a ridiculously low drop rate, but you're not as reliant on those anymore, and there are other ways of getting them. 
that you can get like by crafting, you can basically craft them by using other materials, special materials. So the grind is a lot less of a problem. Realistically speaking, you only have to fight the same monster with a few exceptions, three, maybe four times before you can make a full set of armor and your new weapon with it. Uh, the online features are also just great. I mostly play this game co-op with my best friend. Uh, he plays a he plays a Gunlance build. I play Insect Glaive. We're a classic combination of he's the tank, I'm DPS, which has served us very well in completing the entire base game and so far most of the Iceborne expansion. He plays it solo a lot more than I have, so his playtime is significantly higher than mine. But I'm just at around 200 hours at this point. Oh, wow. And so the grind doesn't really get old? Not really. Like, there's a couple monsters, uh, Valhazak, which is an elder dragon that has this weird effluvium gas that can, like, slowly reduce your hit points. That is very stingy with one of the parts you need to actually make its armor. But the fact that... Uh, not only is there such a wide variety of monsters, but their behavior can also vary between missions. Like you, um, uh, they'll mostly go to the same areas off, on the map, but the combat against the monsters will always be a little bit different. Like you're never really fighting the same monster twice. So that kind of helps alleviate the grind then, because if something, if it's slightly different it doesn't go completely into this monotonous repetition. Absolutely. And what's really important is not only is your character getter getting better, but you're getting better too. The more you fight a monster, the more you can like recognize its tells and like the wind-up animations for its big attacks. So like my best friend, his gun lance comes with a shield. He's become really good at blocking like the really powerful attacks and barely taking any damage. And because I'm more of an agility-based weapon, I've become a lot better at dodging those attacks. And if you're really good, and I've only done this a couple times, if you hit a monster hard enough while it's winding up an attack, you can actually stagger it and just stop the attack outright. Oh, nice. So you have a bit of skill-based play combined with some, like, the, a social cooperation. Yeah, yeah. And I, I would say that social cooperation is one of the most important things, especially about Monster Hunter World. Like I said, I've played it co-op most of the game. And I find that playing it co-op with exactly one person, you can play it with up to four people. So a four-person party, I mean. But with two people is, I think, my favorite way to play. I have played it with four. There's these creatures in the game called palicos. They're like little bipedal cats. And they have special gadgets that you can level up as well. And if you're playing with a party of two, you still get your palicos. So they can heal you for free. They can give you stat bonuses. They can use firebombs to deal extra damage. And the monsters do get more difficult the more people you play with. But with two and the extra healing, especially the healing you get at, at higher levels, really makes the game a lot more doable. Like I soloed it for a while on PS4, actually, and I didn't get very far but I've been playing it on PC now, and that's where I have the 200 hours of playtime. Now we're getting a little close. We have about two and a half minutes left. Since Monster Hunter World can, has both a very long playtime and can be mechanically complex, what do you recommend to new players unfamiliar with the series? I recommend playing it with a friend. 
most of all, for reasons that I previously described, but I can get into it a little more. Um, it gives you someone like like I talk about this game a lot, like it's an MMO, and in some ways it, it's it kind of is, but it gives you someone to draw aggro, like to distract the monster while you're drinking potions and stuff. And the extra damage output you get from two players really makes the game a lot easier to play. It helps if you're playing with someone experienced, but if you're just going into it blind, like World is definitely the most approachable the game has ever been, and it will do a good job, a good enough job of explaining things to you. Pick a weapon you think is cool, except the hunting horn, because that's basically only a support weapon. But pick a weapon you think is cool, have your friend pick a different weapon you they think is cool. And then just go at it. Like, it's challenging and it's mechanically complicated, but it's no Dark Souls, you know? It is relatively user-friendly. Awesome. One of the final questions. So what has been your favorite either social experience or monster you fought in Monster Hunter World? Okay, uh, I'll make this quick. Uh, this is a very recent story. Um, because you're not allowed to do the story missions together because there's cutscenes, I don't exactly know how that works mechanically, but there's cutscenes that you can't watch together. Um, you have to do like the big first encounters with monsters on your own. So what my friend and I do is we start the mission at the same time, fight the monster at the same time, just separately, and the final boss of the main Iceborne story is ridiculous. It has three stages... Uh, it takes like 40 to 50 minutes to beat going through that experience, like seeing the same things together and reacting to it. He's always a little faster than I am because the insect wave has some upkeep things, but seeing that together and just experiencing the, the majesty and the grandeur of, I don't want to spoil it too much, but the, the final boss of the Iceborne story was just peak monster hunter for me. Fantastic. And we've just knocked out those 10 minutes. So as we wrap up this episode, where can listeners follow you or your work? Um, the best way to follow me is on Twitter. It's at gear12 underscore turbo. I write here on 100 word gaming reviews. I've also been featured on Liftoff magazine a couple times. But like I said, the best way to follow me is on Twitter. Fantastic. Now, this has been the first episode of the 10-Minute Gaming Podcast. If you want more short and sweet content, check out the 100-Word Gaming Reviews website. For now, thank you for listening, and stay tuned for more episodes. 